When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up. To live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. This is my guy, Big Dave at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. We are CHGO underscore uh, Bulls on Twitter. Our guy, Gottlieb, has the day off today, frolicking around in the beautiful hills of Brazil. Literally, that is what it is. I don't even know if there it's are hills in Brazil. I assume there are. Yeah, if wheels in Brazil, then there's hills. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about the rhyme. You, <laughs> Come on, you're man. always looking for the rhyme. Always looking for the rhyme, man. And you always uh, do that in life. Joey dude. is also off today, or I think he might be working with the baseball crews tonight. So yes, we have yes. Sarah filling in for Joey. Sarah, Hi, Sarah. Sarah. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm over. It's very hot in here. I don't have a lot of words. It's <laughs> hot. <laughs> Those um, are the once words, again, yes. the CHGO air conditioning uh-huh. is on the fritz. Uh-huh. And this guy right here don't care. Because he's got his little mini AC unit hey, hiding hey, behind hey. this Bulls jersey on our set. Uh, show people what's behind the Bulls jersey. Oh, they've seen it. I'm oh, not going to. Now, it? see, okay, if okay. I move it too much, it leaks. Okay, now, I don't want okay, it to okay. leak or anything like that. Just wanted to stay. But they've seen it on camera. They've seen it many a day. And this is why this happiness is here right now. Mm-hmm. Take that in. Look at that smile. And Take how and in. when did we learn that it leaks if you move it? It spilled all over me. This is true. <laughs> this is how you learn in life, guys, by making mistakes. Uh, Dontavious, shout out, buddy. Said, how about them sky? How about okay, em? that's my theory as to why Joey is not producing our show today. You want to get he did not want to face the music because you and I were sitting here in these very same chairs yesterday yeah. on yesterday's show saying. Yeah. Done. Done. Over. Finished. Hours before tip off, you and yeah. I were like, "Oh, Sky got this." Yeah, man. And Joey. Yeah. Skeptic and pessimist that he is, yes. like I don't know, guys. Do you know what that is? It's him not growing up with championships. Tell me that's what that is. Matt and I grew up with championships. I saw more than Matt, but he saw them. Mm-hmm. Championships of what we grew up with. We know what it looks like. And looking at that game too, it was like this is over. All right, like Cake. Game, game one was a fluke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they should have won that one. It was they just should a fluke. have. And then when the sky were letting the Liberty creep back in that game a little bit in the yep. fourth quarter, mm-hmm. uh, UNESCO had that wild three that she got off of a loose ball mm. to trim it down to th- uh, four. And then I think they got it down to three at one point. Yeah. And everybody on Twitter, I saw, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening again. Oh I even God. had a brief moment of panic. <laughs> okay. But All I was right. like, no, All you know what? That Like, uh, Vandersloot had a couple of very smart possessions yep. that resulted in good looks. Yeah. 13-0 run, 14-0 run, all of a sudden the Sky were like, game, series, 
on we go. So now next up is either the Dallas Wings or the Connecticut Sun. Correct. And sp- talking to uh, uh, talking to Janice and Sabria. And Sabria, they both are like, we want the Sun. They don't want the Wings. Which is crazy because the Sun were a eight win team better than yeah. the Wings in the regular yeah. season. But they struggled against the the Sky. Mm-hmm. I watched the, those games right there, man. And the Sky definitely have their number right. in that situation. It's just. They don't want to go into Dallas because they don't know Dallas like that, and they could come in and shock them is what right. their uh, thinking was. So, so yeah, the, I want the sun, too. Uh, deciding game three of that series is tonight at 8. Yeah. So I'll be watching uh, to see who the sky face. Uh, the other side of the bracket, it's already over. Seattle and Vegas both won 2-0. Yeah. So they're Expected. already matched up yeah. in, in the other semifinal. It's going to be Vegas, man. Like, just it, get us to the finals so it can be sky right. and Vegas. This is all everybody wants to see. Uh, so – Shout out to the sky. Joey, shame on you for doubting shame. them. Shame, shame, shame. shame. Uh, but we're here to talk about the Bulls, as we always are. Yay. I see uh, Daddy Fish already chiming in about Pat in the comments, saying he's a fan. He's going to be big for us this year. Mm. We're going to jump off talking a little bit about Patrick Williams today, and then on the back end of the show, we'll answer some questions, some AMAs that we got from you guys on Twitter, from mm. our CHO Bulls Discord channel. Sure. Um, but one of the questions we got was from Charlie Johnson on Twitter, shout out to him, saying he wants to know, is this a make-or-break year for Patrick Williams? And I thought that was a great point for us to have a Patrick Williams conversation because simultaneously, Big Dave, you threw this into our Bulls thread the other day, we were waiting and waiting for the next hoop, Hoops Hype by position rankings to come out. Yes. Because it's been a while since the last one. It's been a minute, guys. They dropped power forwards they dropped yesterday. Them. Splash. Guess who is not in the top 25? Tell me, Matthew. Patrick Williams. Mm. Anybody shocked by that? I am not. I'm thinking no. <laughs> that is thinking not a shock. Nobody is shocked by that. Not even Patrick Williams' parents are shocked by that. You, and you shouldn't be. Like, he, he not playing. Right. <laughs> the man was out after the first five games of the season. You but so be. I looked at, the like, the top of the top 25, a.k.a. like yeah. 25 through 20, to sure. see who beat him out. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, can we look at that list, so the, the top of the top 25 list real quick? Top of the top. The, the thing that some people might find a little top. alarming is that there are some guys who have not played a single NBA game yet yes. on this. <laughs> This list, Keegan Murray just got drafted to Sacramento. Yeah. You got Jabari Smith coming in at number 22, yeah. got drafted second overall to Houston. Yeah. Our old pal, Lowry Markkinen. Shout out, Lowry. Even cracked the top 25. Our old pal, Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. Cracked the top 25. Can I scream about that for a second? Sure. Scream so, about any of it that you want. First of all, shout out to Lowry for being 24, and he wears number 24. So, you know, kudos to him for that. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. Only Javante Green has ever worn 24. Well, I didn't say for the Bulls. I just meant in general, <laughs> like, for Cleveland, that's the number he wears is the right. number 24. And coming into 24. Yeah, and coming into 24. Yes, correct. Wendell Carter Jr. at 20. First of all, congratulations for him being there. He had a great season. All year long, and even when he was with the Bulls, Matt, I took a lot of shit because I kept telling people he's undersized and he shouldn't be playing center. He is a power forward, and he is not comfortable playing center. He's better when he's taller than people. Right. He's listed at, I believe, 6'9". Yes. He's 6'3". Yes. I am taller than (laughs) Wendell Carter Jr. I'm telling you, man, it's like that. No, Dave, he can play any position. It's a positionless basketball. He can play center. He cannot. He's not comfortable there. That's not where he is. When you saw him at the four. That's when he was like, oh, basketball's easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm blind, too, by the way. Let me get some glasses. He started figuring things out. It simplified it for him. So my guys, like your, your guys, see red Fred, we used to argue that all the time. Like, Fred, he's not a center. He cannot play that position. Put him at the power forward. You, he should be better. And that's what you saw. 
Mo Bamba was at center. He was at the power forward. So now I'm interested to see because they brought in the new draft pick here in Palo. So I'm interested to see how that's going to work. Jonathan Isaac is still there too. So yeah. it's kind of becoming a log jam in the front court. But he was very, very good and very, very solid for them at that position. But he is a power forward. Can we get on that page now? He's not a center. He's a power forward. Thank you very much. Uh, Charlie in the comments disagrees, saying Pat's currently better than everybody on that list besides Cam Johnson. Everybody? And he'll prove he's better than Cam Johnson through the middle of the year. Um, Bro, I everybody? I, I don't know. Um, I, see, I see, see, that's, I'm, I'm, that's the question to me, right. and it goes back to Charlie's question of, is this a make-or-break year for Pat Williams? Does Pat Williams need to be somewhere 25 to 20 on next year's list or maybe even in the teens on that list when they do it again this time next year? for Bulls fans to feel good about Patrick Williams and what his role is on this team. I think it's a very difficult question that Bulls fans are obsessed with asking mm -hmm. because he's the number four overall pick uh, from a couple years ago. And we see a lot of times these high lottery picks come in and make an immediate impact. Yeah. Look, how many times have we heard people say, look what Scott, Scotty Barnes just did, right? A million times, yes. I get that it is a question <laughs> that Bulls fans are obsessed with. What I keep coming back to is, what does Patrick Williams' perfect role need to be on this team this season for the team and Pat to succeed? Emphasis on the team yes. and Pat yes. to succeed. Because one has to come before the other, yes. But you're going to need his success for the Bulls to have that success. We get that. But for me, 15, 16 a game, you know, about eight rebounds, I'm taking that all day long. Shoot a nice percentage from the three-point line and show that you can actually hold your own when those guys go to the bench and they put it on him. He might become that number one or number two option. He seems like he's comfortable controlling the basketball, bringing it up, and setting everything up. He seems like that. I'm only pointing out that Minnesota game where he was handling the ball a lot and setting up things a lot. He seems to be more involved and likes doing that. He's not going to be able to do that with the starting five, but maybe he can do stuff like that with the second unit and things like that. He'll get those kind of opportunities. Yeah. But I just want to see him hold his own with that second unit. I with the first unit, he's going to get plenty of looks, all right? He's going to get wide open looks. The best defender is not going to be on him. Everybody's going to be on DeMar. Everybody's going to be on Zach. So he's just got to be open. Right. And he's shown that he can hit that three-pointer at a high clip. So I think that's set. For me, I'm looking at that second unit, man, because he's working on his handles. He's working on things that you work on when you're trying to be the best player on the squad right. kind of thing. So. I got to see that with that second unit because that's where you'll see that opportunity. And like, anybody who's expecting Pat to get some significant jump of looks like, you know, down in the post, this, I, I would not expect that at all. Yeah, yeah. What I would like to see is what you just said of an increased confidence in shooting a higher volume of three-pointers mm -hmm. at that same or close to it efficiency of last season, which, by the way, Pat knocked down three-point shooter last season. Very much so. It's just about – the release is a little slow, mm. and sometimes he's a little slow to decide to pull the trigger on that three ball. In addition to that, using these ball handling skills that we're seeing creep up a little bit in these runs where he's just playing with whoever, DeMar's you know, off doing summer pickup games, this and that, to get some good looks in the mid-range yeah. or to be a threat making cuts off the ball. Yeah. We saw, and certainly it, it, it fell off a cliff when certain guys went out, Caruso, Lonzo in particular, the Bulls' ball movement struggled. When the ball mu was moving, 
Pat can be a slasher. Yes. He's got the athleticism and size to be a dangerous slasher. It's just that, like, he was standing around a lot mm-hmm. when the Bulls' ball movement was not happening. Yeah, yeah, he has to be involved. Again, that's why I think he was comfortable handling the ball because he knows he's involved when he's got it in his hands. But you're right, Matt. Like, I remember him on that baseline, those baseline cuts he would do up and down those baselines. Uh, getting either the loose ball or yeah. just breaking free, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and getting an easy bucket. He was awesome at that kind of thing, man. So hopefully that continues on. But I just want to see more of the game evolving. And his 15 and 8 will make Vooch's 17 and 11 just look amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like that 17 and 11 everybody was complaining about. If Patrick Williams is propping that up with an extra 15 and 8 rebound, it's going to look amazing and make Vooch's time here even smoother. So yeah. it's yeah, it's a lot on him. You know, going into this season and things like that. But I think he's ready for it, honestly. Uh, Daddy Fish in the comments said Vooch is going to love playing with him again. They barely got any time together last season. Yeah, yeah. They're going to enjoy each other a lot. And just the versatility of Patrick. And, man, the defense also. Because we mentioned that interior defense. They don't have Patrick Williams can be that guy getting those weak side blocks that we saw him right. do. Uh, Eric in the comments saying, if Pat can be this team's Luol Dang, I think we'd be in good shape. We'd be yeah. in phenomenal we'd be in shape. Incredible shape. If dog. Patrick Williams this yeah. season takes a jump that makes him look like a Luol Dang level yeah. contributor. We, we nice. Like, that's fire. <laughs> we super nice. Because the other thing you have to remember is, like, Luol could be that guy who could get you a night where he put in 20 points worth of buckets if Correct. you needed it, Correct. but was also guarding your opponent's best player Correct. all night. And these were back in the Tibbs days. So, for dang, when when I say guard all night, I meant, like, 44 minutes guard all night. Literal guard I don't think night. that Pat yes. is there on the defensive end yet. Probably not yet. Uh, he's shown flashes. You know what I'm saying? Same thing he's done on the offensive end. He's shown flashes to have that capability to, you know, to be that kind of player. But you're right. He's not there yet. He's only 20, Matt. He's only 20. For, uh, <laughs> like, 72 more like hours? 72 more hours. He's only 20, guys. Oh, I can't wait for this birthday. That's going to be amazing. Mark <laughs> Sony in the comments said, awesome. I'm sad that Mark K's not here because you guys are talking about <laughs> Pat Will. Don't worry. I'm sure when he gets, you know, when, when the uh, Bulls HQ show comes out on Friday, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's going to be mentioned on there, man. So make by sure y'all Friday, tune in I think that's his birthday is the 26th, right? Yeah, and yeah. today's the 24th? Today's 24th. So right so on his birthday. That's, it, they're going to be doing a Bulls HQ episode for you guys on Friday when it's P-Dub's 21st birthday. It will be Mark's going to be insufferable. Yes, he is. Y'all will enjoy it, man. But, but yeah, man, like, I expect big things from him only because he's shown me he's working to provide those big things for the Bulls. He's not just out there lollygagging or doing something. No, he looked like he's trying to be that guy. So right. why not just go out there and, and be that guy then? And, like, again, going back to the is it a make-or-break year for Pat. Yeah. Because people always seem to frame going from year two to year three as the most frequent year where the really skilled guys who went high in the lottery for a reason make that jump when they f- the NBA slows down a little bit and they figure it out. And then all of a sudden, by year three, they start to look like a bona fide starter in this league and then a bona fide starter who's working closer towards all stardom, something yeah. along those lines. I still am not convinced that we're going to see that version of Pat this year. Mm. And I'm not just saying that because of the old trope of, you know, he's only 20, he'll be 21 in a couple of days. Yeah. What is his role on this team? Yeah. And that's like what you have said a couple of times now is if he can get, if he can get you 15 and 8, that's enough. Yeah. On this team, with all of the weapons they have, assuming every all of these weapons are healthy oh, and playing, that's it. enough. Yes. You don't need Patrick Williams to turn into a star yeah. in year three 
for you to feel good about Patrick Williams being a cornerstone piece moving forward. Or for the Bulls to have a great season. Either. And I think a lot of Bulls fans feel like they do need to see that from Pat this year. No, we want to see it, but of you don't well, of need Of course we do. It. Of course you want to see this, but you don't need it for the Bulls to have that kind of season. Did you see it last year? What, 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 did the Bulls look solid to you last year and good before those injuries went down? I would say, yeah, they look good without him doing that. So, yeah, it'd be great. Honestly, we'd love to see it, but... Yeah, just more of the development of Patrick, you know, growing and growing and growing, man. Because, again, he's still going into year, what, three? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like He's, he's going like, into he's year, year three, three with bro. a essentially almost all the way defaulted year two. Yes. And he's, we already know he's a Wolverine, so his healing powers are in full effect, man. Dude was back from a broken wrist in like four months. It was insane. All right. So, yeah, I'm excited to watch him. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to have an awesome year, man. I'm just I'm excited to sit here and watch it and come talk about it. Every day with y'all. And, and one more thing. Uh, Sarah, can I get that graphic back of the power forwards? I wanted to ask. The Matt. list? Yes, the list, please. Matt, on that list, who do you think is not a power forward? Like, just looking at that, you're like, that dude ain't no power forward. Um, well. Like Keegan-Michael Key? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm curious to see uh, what Keegan will look like playing the four in the NBA. Yeah. Um. Cam is a, I would say, certainly more of a small ball four. Correct. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I would say that's pretty much it. Also, with, like, with DFS of Dallas. Like, yes, that's yeah, the our, our, our pal John talks about it all the time. He's like, what, what is this guy? <laughs> Who is he? What, what position does he play? Yeah. A lot of those guys are weird combo players. Correct. Some Correct. of them aren't big enough to be centers, but... Yeah. Also, somehow not strong enough to be power forward. Correct. Correct. Like, no, you're not laying everything on the head that I that I wanted. All La- those Lowry could be starting at the three again for the Cavs this at, year. That was the other thing, like he started at the three, he was a small forward. He did not play power. There forward. were a lot of people on the, and that's just twenty five to twenty. If you go through right. nineteen all the way down to one on yeah. this hoopside power forwards list, yeah. like the, the very top of the list, like okay, Giannis number one overall. Clear. Yeah, that makes sense. Clear. There are plenty of people on them. Like, is that a power forward? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is he really, or are you just trying to fill out a list? here positionless yeah. nba man oh gosh yeah you need a position get a position yeah get Colin one. saying keegan kind of played four or five for my hawkeye yeah, it's college ball yeah it's big, big dave could be a center in, in, in collegiate basketball i could be a center in yeah. collegiate basketball i get you hey i get you six points and six fouls man all day long <laughs> all day long baby i don't know which one coming first yeah <laughs> but you're gonna get them i promise you so my general answer to does do we need to see a make or break year from patrick williams or or is it a make or break year no no I, my answer, no. Okay. And I'm, I'm sure that that drives a lot of Bulls fans crazy who want to see some giant magical leap for Pat. Yeah. I want to see visible evidence of him getting better. Yeah. And yeah. making larger contributions to this team winning. Yeah. But this, the way that some Bulls fans, I think, view this in some weird black and white terms of like, Patrick Williams, not good enough in year one. Not good enough in year two. Mm-hmm. And then in year three, they're expecting him to turn into this all-star caliber player right. just because he's a number four overall pick yeah. from a couple years ago. No. I, and look, I, I, I accept the fact that some people don't see it that way. That's the way I see it. I want Pat to have gradual improvement this year that makes him and the team win. Yeah. That's, That's all on. I want. We want wins. Because you want know wins. what? How do we get them? Zach's getting his shots. Ooh. You know King of the Ford Demar is getting his shots. Buckets. You know Vooch is getting some shots. Oh, buckets. Anybody out there think he taking 20 shots a game? Nah, not going to see it. That's why, I'm, again, this is why I can't wait to see him with the second unit. 
That's why I think it's really going to shine. Like, that's when I'm really going to be on my judgment and seeing what his game is, is when he's with that second unit, man. Because yeah. he'll get the ball more. It'll be more a little spread out. I don't even know what the, how the Bulls will run it with the second because Drummond will definitely be out there. You know, I'm not sure who's going to be running point. You know, Io's going to be out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kobe is going to need his time, too. So, it's be a small lineup. But Speaking of which, Eric just said it's a make or break year for Kobe if he's still here. That's a fact. Um, yeah, that's a fact, though. Make he's or right. break slash already broken? <laughs> Get that man a shot. I'm sorry. Give him a shot. Couldn't help it. Nope, couldn't help uh, it. Don Xavier no. said okay. definitely make or break year for Kobe. Anybody who'd be defending him after this year is dot, dot, dot. Laugh crying emoji. <laughs> I don't. Anybody out there still on Kobe White Island as far as like Kobe White Chicago Bull core piece? I, core, no. <laughs> but I'm, I'm near the island because I like Kobe White. You know what I'm saying? And, and he can definitely be a good piece for your basketball team when he's being consistent. And mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's not even health. It's just being consistent when he's on the floor. Because I see him work on all these other things. And every time I see it, I'm just like, yeah, but. Can you just make sure you shoot? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and that goes in, and, and that's good. Because that's all I really want. You know? And yeah. it feels like AK and Eversley kind of know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who he is and what he needs. They're right. like, we got you. you. We're not a point guard. We yeah. tried it. We see you're not that. Cool. Yeah. You're comfortable off the bench. Even better. Exactly. Get them shots. You know uh, what I'm saying? Colin phrases it more perfectly than I have been able to thus far, saying this pick was all about how Pat plays when he's 23 yeah. and moving forward. Sure, absolutely. Because you know what? is important for Pat to turn it, like, timeline-wise. What's that, man? They need Pat to become a star when DeMar and Vooch are gone. Ding. That's when you need ding, to be ding, concerned ding, about ding, Pat ding, having ding. a make-or-break-it kind of year. Tell him what he's Not won, Not when Johnny. he's just now turning 21. Yes, man. Come yeah. on. I mean, he's Come only on. 20. 23. Two years from now, Pat Williams will still only be 23 years old. He's 23 and years old. Not even entering his prime. Not even there still yet. Still pre prime. Still can't. Right now, he's car. pre 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 prime. Pre pre pre. Pre 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 prime. Pre pre prime. Pre pre prime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Who there it is. Microphone? There's another Pat Williams conversation for you guys. Uh, thank you, Charlie, for the uh, question that kicked yeah, that off. Appreciate it. We'll get to some more of your questions coming up next. It's got a really fun hypothetical about uh, comparing 11 bulls and 15 bulls. Okay. Uh, and that's one of many fun questions we have. Okay. So we'll All get right. into our AMA stuff right after this but first big dave tell the people about the points bet oh points bet time. Season. let's do this stuff sarah be ready i might not come to you but just be ready on your toes ow on them toes because points bet sports book is counting down them days just like this guy is until the football season with a new offer every damn day until the season kicks off from now until september 8th y'all points bet power hour that's the points bet power hour will unlock all that new daily offer. When they going to do it? From 12 to 1, that's Central Standard Time, y'all. 12 to 1, Central Standard Time. Sign up with PointsBet now using the code CHGO to get that risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. And that's it. And we're done. They're not going to Oh, we're not done. No, that's not. They got more stuff for you. Because if you make a $50, $51 ugh, or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content, y'all. And you even get a free T-shirt of your choice from where, Matt? Where you going to get that shirt? The CHGO Locker. Download that PointsBet app today and use the code CHGO to take advantage of this limited-time 
offer. Don't just bet, y'all. You don't just do that. Sarah, tell them what they do. Live what, Sarah? You live your bet life. Come on with it. <laughs> Come on with it, man. You have to give me a couple seconds just to think. I told you be ready. <laughs> I told you be ready, man. I told I passed it. She shot it. She missed it. I got the rebound. I know. It's and came running back to it, and then she got the lay-in. So it was all good. Hey, man. I'll just make it up during practice. That's it. There you go. Then during the next game. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it was like that bucket that Candace Parker, quote-unquote, scored oh in that God. game last what night. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's one of the weirdest right, buckets I've ever continue. seen. Yes. Continue. You good. You good. You good. <laughs> Today's episode is also brought to you guys by FOCO. Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. That's That's CHGO. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to to Wrigley, Northside, Southside, Comiskey. Mm. I still call it Comiskey. Hoodies, Mm. slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles. Merch. FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? I am. FOCO's got you covered, Dave. What? Hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. If you're going to Soldier this season, bless your heart. (laughs) Get a hoodie first from FOCO.com. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below on this YouTube episode. For all non-presale items, use promo code CHGO to get 10% off your order. Mm. Once again, that's promo code CHGO. At FOCO, F-O-C-O, dot com mm-hmm. for 10% off your order. Ten of them things. Fall is coming. Get your hoodies, y'all. Get it. I love hoodie season. Oh, it's the best. Oh, shorts and hoodies? Oh, love on, it. Man. That's my favorite. Bring it to man. me. Give it, y'all. It's so best. damn hot in here. <laughs> He's talking about hoodies and got angry because he realized how hot it was. It's true. It feels it's, like that's no, how it this, It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, this it, is terrible. Yeah. Well, you know. It's, the, it's the heat and caffeine combo. It's really oh, good. Well, yeah. 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 I wish I could feel you guys' pain, but, you know. Ah, After the show. I'm Dave, and I'm such a star that I have my own personalized AC unit. Hey. Just pointed directly at me. I'm going to just say because I'm big. I mm. have a personal AC mm-hmm. unit. That's just what that is. But, mm-hmm. yes, it is pointed directly where's at me. Where's mine? Huh? What do you mean, where's yours? You didn't ask for what. Can I have one? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's answer some people's questions, shall we? Shall we? Uh, this one comes to us from Malik Woo! on Twitter. Graphic. I love this question, Dave. Thank okay. you. That's right. Our little t- our little stick figure bodies. It's yes. AMA time. I love it. What's a better Bulls team? MVP Rose from 2011 shifted onto the 2015 squad. Okay. Or... NBA most improved player winning Jimmy Butler from 2014-15 shifted onto the 2011 squad. Which team goes deeper in their respective playoff runs? Derrick Rose's team going to to 2015. Yeah, they go deeper. Um, Because Jimmy Butler most improved, that would – Yay. <laughs> I think that, that's cool. He was. He had a great season. He was most improved, all those kind of things. Um, but he would that would kind of be his first ordeal with, you know, prime LeBron, you know, mm-hmm. with the heat and yeah. like that. And I don't think – I think he would meet the same fate that MVP Rose met, you know what I mean, going up against prime LeBron. I really, really do. But that prime D. Rose – on that going against that Cavalier team, right? When Which they didn't have Rose was there playing, yeah. But it was just two knee surgeries removed, Rose. Correct, correct. But and when he didn't have uh, Dwayne Wade, and you don't have to worry about Chris Bosh 
and I still got Paul Gasol, and I still got Joe Kim Noah, who was coming into his kind of thing. Man. You know what I'm saying? So you got to remember, you're getting a better version of Joe Kim Noah. You know what I'm saying? On top of that. And I take that better version of Joe Kim Noah with the MVP Rose. Yeah, give me, give me that squad, you know what I'm saying, going against them Cavaliers for sure. So, okay. And Paul Gasol. I keep forgetting all NBA, Paul Gasol right. also. Uh, yes. So, I, I think that POW, is, POW. The, is the key to this answer. Yeah. And it's why the, I agree with you. Take okay. MVP Rose and put it on that 14-15 squad. Yeah. They beat that LeBron-Cavs team I think in so. the second round. I think so. I really believe that because – Pow was like all NBA good yeah. when he came and had those couple of seasons with the Bulls. Jimmy at that point was the most approved player mm. and was putting up 20 points per game. Now, some of that was he needed to step up because Rose was a shell of himself. Sure, sure. Maybe that doesn't happen the same way if Rose is still an MVP caliber player. Yeah. But the collection of pieces around them, especially with one of those pieces being Pow is why I think I give the edge to taking Rose and putting it on that 15 team. Because you just said something about Joakim. 2010-11 Joakim, pretty good. He was good. Still younger? No question. Pretty freaking good. No question about it. 13-14 Joakim was peak Joakim. Yes, correct. Defensive player of the year, mm -hmm. fourth in MVP voting, mm -hmm. all-star. 14-15, mm -hmm. he did battle some injury issues he once did. again. He did. Just like he in 12-13 had the plantar fasciitis. He had mm -hmm. more injury issues in 14-15. So I wouldn't say that you're necessarily getting peak Joakim in the 14-15 season. I think you get a better one. But you're still getting, I'm throwing my heart and the rest of my body out there, yeah. Joakim. And an all-NBA caliber Pau Gasol. Yeah. And yeah. Jimmy and D-Rose MVP. Yeah. And little that more team is getting to the conference finals. Yeah, and that seasoned Joakim is what I like. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think he, he was a better one. Because mentally he was ready for more of things than he was. In that first time, really experiencing something like that, because uh, he think about that, like he he was better than he was when they played the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? Like because he continued to grow and get better mentally. So by the time they got there with Paul Gasol, yeah, they were. And remember, Derrick Rose was balling in that playoff series against the Cavaliers. He's the reason the Bulls had the two one lead, and Game he's three. the reason they should have had the three one lead. One of the my, one of my favorite <laughs> Mike Breen bangs of all time. Oh yes, man! Right off the glass too, man. He went crazy. He did. Fires away. It was a great oh, bang. What a great moment. God. Man. So, yeah, because and, and just facing LeBron, you know, even if they just put him on Derek again, I can go to Paul Gasol, like yeah. you mentioned, and just say, go to work, Paul Gasol, and do what you got to do out there. Because if I'm going if I'm going to take my chances against what Tristan Thompson yeah. at that point in time against Paul Gasol. Give me the all dude who was all NBA and an all star that season. Give me that dude. Uh, Charlie's saying, I don't know if we beat the Cavs, but we stand a better chance against the Cavs. We still don't have anybody that can match LeBron. Nobody but does. We've got a better squad. Nobody does. Uh, Daddy Fish saying, most approved player Jimmy on 2010 versus Celtics with Ben Gordon and Dang would be fun. Okay. It was 09, was the first yeah, round yeah, series yeah. against Boston. Sure. Uh, but other than that correction, you're right. Yeah. You put Jimmy on that team, that would have been fun. Dude, but then, see, but then. Um, Aren't you replacing my guy Salmons? Wasn't Salmons on that squad? John Salmons. John Salmons on that team. Vital man. in that series Love against Boston. John Salmons, man. Love that and, game. I mean, maybe the most underappreciated member of that team that forced it to game seven. I agree. Brad freaking Miller. Brad Miller, man. God, I love Brad Miller. Yeah. You seem like you did. You seem like a Miller guy. Come is on. It, is it because his last name is Miller and that goes with the beer? Is that what? No, not at all. It doesn't man, hurt. Back, back then, I was not a Miller drinker. Really? No. What, what drinker were you? 
I don't know, anything. <laughs> anything that I could afford. I was a senior in college. Anything I could afford. So how you not, how you know you're not a Miller drinker when no, you're like, I'll like, anything? I, I, I had a strong distaste. I had a strong dislike for Miller Lite and Miller all Miller really? beers back then. Interesting. And then I just sort of got adapted to it. That's interesting. You didn't care. Now, now like, so, uh, you know, I mentioned I was at Ribfest this past weekend. Chicago. Yes. All of the beer tents were Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light. Yeah. I can drink a Bud Heavy. I cannot drink Bud Light anymore. Really? Yeah. Mm. So I was just choking down a Bud Light and then, like, switching to this weird, like, hazy that they had. Because <laughs> I'm very, I've always been particular. But, no, it wasn't about his name. It was the fact that he was this burly, like, burly not. Burly white dude. Did not look fleet of foot on a basketball court no, he at all. No, he didn't. And was still just. Very effective in the NBA. Mean double double. That and was dude. a great passer too, man. Oh. He had all the skills. He really did. And he was a goon on top of all of that. So, yeah. Yeah, no, Brad Miller was awesome, man. So, yeah. Good question. Good question. Uh, thank you. That was a very fun question. That That's a great hypothetical. That was. That was a all right. Uh, crazy pivot. Uh, USM0506 on our CSGO Bulls Discord asked, Dave, uh, what are some of y'all's favorite shows? Favorite I assume you mean like shows. TV shows. Uh, does it mean all time or like right now? Favorite shows. Okay. Go where well, you, want you want with that. Where do you want to go? You want to go all the time? You want to go right now? Oh, my. Uh, I don't know if I have a right now answer. Okay. I just finished the new season three of For All Mankind, Apple Plus TV. I'm not, I'm not familiar. Freaking phenomenal. Okay. Watch it if you haven't. Okay. It's, a, it's like a fictitious retelling of the space race, Ooh. but with the one very important key fact changed at the beginning of the story arc, which is what if the Soviets won the race to the moon instead of America. Okay, I did hear about this And show. it's phenomenal. Okay, all right. That's my current favorite show. Okay, I don't have Apple TV. That's the only reason. I'm saving it for, to get... Oh. I got my three-month free thing, and I'm okay. saving it because the first thing I'm going to go into is Ted Lasso. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, fantastic. So I got a plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just have a plan for Apple TV. I'm, I'm not... I haven't played that card yet. Okay. Um, favorite show right now is probably Working Moms on Netflix. Really? Yeah, that show. I, because I the content is so relatable it's, it's to you? Yes, it's very <laughs> relatable to me. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely relatable. But I got into it. Um, I have a friend of mine, and she kept telling me, you know, you should check that show out. It's really, really funny. And I put it off for years. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how I do shows. You tell me it's great, I'm like, eh. <laughs> All right, yeah, what do you know? That's what I did with Breaking Bad. Same thing. And I watched it, and I mean, I've flew through it in some weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the sixth season right now. It's six seasons of it. But it is phenomenally done. It is hilarious and tremendously inappropriate. Yeah. Yes, that's the best way I can put it. So inappropriate, Matt. You will love it. It's it's ridiculous. It, it's what Seinfeld would have been if it wasn't on network TV. Okay. That kind of, you know how it's it's always sunny. It's hilarious, but always inappropriate. Right, like yeah. Like that. It's in that same realm. And okay. actually, the young lady who's the star of it was on It's Always Sunny. She oh, really? played uh, Dennis's uh, wife. Yeah, oh, one time. yeah. And I, think he got I know her. From her. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, had the yeah. bad tooth or right, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. She, She's good. Yeah, she actually is the creator and the star and the writer uh, of this show. And her real life husband plays her husband uh, in the show. See, I'm, this, I'm into the show I am, man. It is funny, all right? I don't laugh out loud at a lot of sitcoms, man, but I yeah. laugh out loud oh, at dude, this one. I, I've always been a, a lover of sitcoms. Yes. From oh, dating back to the so. 90s as I was a kid yeah. and, and even now. Yeah. Like, I still, I, I, it's so many of the jokes are so would get you canceled and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, homophobic and transphobic. And all. Mm-hmm. Like, I still go back and watch episodes of Friends if they're on reruns. My yeah. sister and I just, like, send each other Friends jokes and Friends clips yeah, friend, all the time. Seinfeld it's all so the time. dumb, yeah. and it's a guilty pleasure. Seinfeld, um, Martin, Frazier. Oh, my uh, God. All these places, I, yeah. I just finished 
the entirety of Frasier, my first watch so through earlier this summer because yeah. you told me to. I'm so proud of you. It's, it's incredible. Wait, Sarah, you watched Frasier? Have you seen Frasier? It was before your time, but have you seen it? I was going to say, no, I haven't heard of that. The one show that I'm super into now is I just rewatched all of Game of Thrones okay. just to get into it, and I just watched the first episode of House of Dragons. Okay. And I got to tell you, I was very skeptical because this is just a brilliant show. Yeah. And first episode of House of Dragons, it's is good. Is that deal? It's really? Good. Don't tell me about it. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely no, going to watch enough, it. No, I'm not enough, but it's okay. – Telling you, I'm like, I think they're doing something right here for like a spinoff of the show. I'm okay. like, this is going to be good. So I'm excited. Drew in the comments also saying House of the Dragon had a pretty good start. I no spoilers anyone anyway, because I haven't decided yet if I'm going to watch it. Oh, you're going to watch it. At some point, I might get you bored. Is, of, as hard as you were in the Game of Thrones, there is no yes, way. But God's green earth. I was hard into Game of Thrones. Until Game of Thrones ruined Game of Thrones. Fair. No. The last two seasons of that show Sarah, it did were seem. garbage. The last two seasons were trash. No, you garbage. No, 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 no. I, so I, I used to think that too, but I, after I just rewatched the whole show, I finally got like a second perspective of it. I genuinely think they did a good job ending the show. And now with House of Dragons, I was like, okay, I like the whole 200 years before Khaleesi. Let's look into the Targaryens, like whole reign and whatnot. It's good. You're going to like it. You're going right. to like I it. I believe. And, and you know what also I find absolutely awesome and hilarious? Everybody calls it House of Dragons, and it is not called House of Dragons. I, everybody what, calls it that. What's it called? House, of, called the House, House of, of the Dragon? House of the Dragon. House of the yes. Dragon. Okay. It, but everybody's it like, it's House it of Dragons. Flow. That's it. That's what it's called. <laughs> and I love that so much about it. I love that, man. Nobody's calling it what you think it is. It's our show now. Belong to us. It's House of Dragons. I mean, Deal the, with it. The reason that I've always been particular about once the whole Demar being the king in the fourth thing yes, is because I was because, that much yes. of a diehard Game of Thrones fan. Yes, yes. And Jon Snow is not king of the North. He's king in the North. Yes. But I still have not decided if I'm going to watch this new What's show. It? Well, my thing that I just realized the other day with Jon Snow is at first I was like, oh, my God, like they screwed him over. Like this is so terrible. But at, it all makes sense, though, because he did – murder the queen and that's treason you did and so you still have to follow the laws and so what are you gonna do you're not gonna kill him you're gonna send him back to the wall so watching it again i was like okay this actually makes sense with his journey it sucks but it, it yeah. makes sense i just don't their execution stunk though is is my thing like it just really really especially how it led up to it you know what i'm saying with the white walkers finally breaking down him getting a damn dragon i was ready Ice for dragon. some ridiculousness and nobody could see it, and like, <laughs> you know, because some it of was the so it's like man, it, oh my it, God. it screwed itself because of all the hype. There's no way they could deliver yeah. on all of that hype. True for the, True. the last few episodes of the last season, and so like I get Damn. I give them it a took little bit two years but to again, do it. It's like I have like and I watched the entire series leading up to a new season dropping. Yeah. So like when season four was about to drop, I'd rewatch one through three yeah. all the way through rewatching one through seven before yeah. season eight dropped. And then I got to the end and was like, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. yeah. I'm done with yeah. this. It was upsetting. Uh, it was a plotting along to get to that man, but maybe I'll rewatch it and feel differently like Sarah, but I'm going to say I'm not, I'm just going to stand on that. I'm not. Cause I was not pleased. Yeah. I was not okay. pleased. 
Okay. Uh, I saw some other good answers in the comments. Somebody said The Wire, of course. Yes, yeah, Somebody the said Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad is number one. That's what I now yes. need to go back and finish is Better Call Saul. Speaking that's, of spinoffs. Yes, that's what I'm about to say. Because I've watched to. the first three seasons of Better Call Saul. I haven't. No. And it's now like they just finished airing yeah. the final and fifth season, right. I believe, or was Correct. it six? I think it's six. Yeah. So I I, I've six. got like the second half of Better Call Saul to watch. Yeah, I still, I, I've only seen the first episode of the first season. Oh, and, and, it's so, I've, and I've managed to avoid spoilers on Twitter. Me too. But I've heard just generally people who are diehard Breaking Bad slash Call Saul fans yeah. that they ended that series very impressively. That's what I heard too. I've avoided all everything, you know what I'm saying, for years and years and years, bro. Now I'm going to get into it. We'll, we'll see yeah. what it is. Because I've had arguments with people telling me it's better than Breaking Bad, which it sounds like blasphemy. Right. Me. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what it is. You know what I, You know what else I have watched a couple of re episodes of recently, and it was because of this here show? Boy Meets World. <laughs> Shout out to our guy, Adam Amin. <laughs> we were talking to Adam Amin, Boy Meets World. And I got home from the show that day, and I was like, I got to watch some Boy Meets World. Got to see some Corey. Still holds up. <laughs> it's a great show, man. It's a really good show. <laughs> Throw Pod Meets World into your rotation when you're listening to us. Do it. Um, all right. We've got some, some more fun questions from you guys that we'll get to coming up next. But first, Big Dave, tell the people about Owen and how good it is for them. It is very good for you guys because it is only what you need mm. it's a hundred percent plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do it's hard as Sarah does it's hard as Casey does it's hard as Matt does it's hard as everybody in this office does shh they're working <laughs> and that's what's going on it is free of artificial ingredients it is allergen friendly no gluten or dairy and it's easy on the tummy tum y'all it is easily digestible and you know who else is down with this? You know who enjoys having some Owen Matt? QB1? One. Ah, Justin Fields, ladies and gentlemen, enjoys having an Owen. Wouldn't it be awesome to see him come off the sideline and just grab some Owen, take some of that, it and then would. go back in and it throw, would be very cool. throw four touchdowns? That would be amazing to see. But you, yourself, yes, you, your beautiful self, I'm looking right at you. You can get 20%. Off your first purchase at liveowen.com off this beautiful partnership that Owen and CHGO have right now, y'all. Just use the code CHGO when you sign up. That is 20% off your first order at liveowen.com. CHGO20 is the code. So join all of us here and join Justin Fields. Come join the people at Game of Thrones and come together and get you some of that Owen because it's only what you need. Because as you all know, a wins. A win. <sighs> the dramatic pause. Give it to him. Uh, Give it to him. I see King King Nabby Beats, Navy Beats saying, please stay on topic. I want to hear about Patrick Quinn. <laughs> we spent the first 25 <laughs> the minutes of the episode talking about Patrick. So hang out with us here. We're doing AMA now. Yeah. Uh, and then go back and listen to the first part of the episode when we're done. Maybe there's, you, there's your Patrick Williams talk. Put a Patrick Williams question in, uh, sir. And... Go ahead and like when since you're there. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up. There you go. That would be awesome, too. I love that. Please stay on topic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, a fair comment for me because I'm all over the yeah, place we, all the time. The topic is not what we uh, do. <laughs> speaking, speaking of not staying on topic or any topic, but something silly, this question comes to us from that CHGO Bulls Discord, Dave, from more to score mm. who said, for those of us who met you guys through CHGO, what is your backstory? How long have you guys known each other? How did you meet, etc.? Basically, anything you guys want to share for us to get to know you better 
And then McBacon chimed in saying, I second this. Y'all got me into basketball. I'd like to hear your backstory. Wow. Got you into basketball. Wow. Dave, what's That's your backstory? Stuff. That's big stuff. Well, how did... So, I was doing the ball podcast, and I did that for some years. And I used to have uh, our guy C-Red Fred on. I could go back further on how I met C-Red Fred. It was, it was at my job. It was a long story. It was, I met him in the elevator. He, he liked the Bulls hat I had on. We started talking Bulls. He wasn't and looking up to you from underneath a sewer grate of no, some kind? No, no, no. He literally no. worked mm. across the hall from me. And he worked at another place. I worked at another place. And we got on the elevator together, and he saw me and was like, oh, you a Bulls fan? I'm like, yeah. And so we started talking Bulls, and he was like, how you feel about Ben Gordon? I was like, oh, I love Ben Gordon. His eyes lit up. And he was like, I feel about Kirk Heinrich. I was like, yeah, he cool. And his eyes lit up even more. <laughs> so we got cool after that. That's how me and Fred, you know, kind of got cool. And I'm saying all that to say he's the one that recommended me for the Bulls Outsiders uh, audition. Mm-hmm. And so I went to that audition. That was another story that <laughs> I could tell y'all another time. But I went to that audition, and that was the first time I met uh, this young gentleman over here. And when I met him, he would not speak. <laughs> he didn't want to talk to anybody. He was just sitting there, you know what I mean? Like he was focused, laser focused on getting this position, and my ass in there just talking to everybody, <laughs> just talking shit, and you know, like, what, what else I'm gonna do? So no, I was just blocking out Fred, and then making sure that I didn't talk to Fred meant also I was uh, just not talking to anybody. Ah, uh, okay, I got you. It was, okay. it was collateral muting. Okay, I got you because Every, I was. Everybody had to suffer. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because of Fred. Okay, all right. So yeah, that's what was going on. But then we met, and then uh, Sabine came in, and Sabine and I completely hit it off. And all I wanted to do was hang out with Sabine when it was over. You know what I mean? I didn't even think about the job or anything else again after that. I didn't think I got it. So I got a call back, uh, and then I went back in, and uh, our guy, Kevin Anderson, shout out to him, executive producer of the show. Bulldog. uh, Put us together. And when he put us together, it immediately clicked. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. when he put us together. And then he and I... We got cool, like a lot of my friends got cool, by arguing all the damn time. Like, that's really what it was. We just debated all the, all the time. We just argued over everything. Then we'd be walking home together uh, and arguing about stuff then. And then that turned into laughter, and then that turned into we share a brain. And, yeah, and then that turned into sharing our goals and our ideas, which were pretty much aligned uh, with what we wanted to do, which was this. <laughs> like, literally, this is what we wanted to do. Wear our clothes as we do and just be free and are talking with Bulls fans and have great conversations um, talking about the Chicago Bulls and our fandoms to grow. So, yeah, that's how, that's how we met. We did not know each other before that. It might seem like it, but we did not. And, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, similar. Uh, basically the, the same backstory yeah. other than I was just doing a different Bulls podcast yeah. when uh, both of us were – independently approached uh, by NBC to mm. come in and, and audition for that Bulls Outsiders show. Yes. Um, what, what, what's your uh, – look at that. Look at I don't that. Know, uh, did, Do Sarah, you know what that is? Oh, no, yeah. I know what that is. Oh, you know what that is. Okay, all right. Uh, actually, Sarah, you want to throw that up on the screen right now? Breaking news. Breaking news. Zach Levine just shared this picture on social media. Born August 21st, St. Thomas Levine. Zach and his wonderful wife, uh, Hunter, are yes. officially parents. Wow, look at that. Man, look congrats, that. Zach. Mazel tov. That's amazing, man. <sighs> look how comfortable that, that pillow is that that baby is on, mm. by the way. My yeah. God. It looks real cozy. And I, and I appreciate uh, Claire pointing out that, you know, 
the name is also reminiscent of the legend himself, Maddie Thomas, because you see St. Thomas in there. You got to have it, man. I appreciate the shout out, Zach. I don't think that Zach and his wife named their kid after Matt Thomas. Until I get confirmation, <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's going to be. You think, you think they've already talked to him about Godfather duties? Oh, man, from Has the beginning. Has he been chosen to be the Godfather? From the beginning. That's why he said, I'm going to stay in, in Illinois. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang out, guys. You know, I might not even go play for another team. I'm going to keep my legendary status for your child. That's what I'm going to do out there. That's how Maddie Legend rolls, baby. That's a beautiful, beautiful baby, man. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. What a congratulations! Awesome two Zach. years he's having, man. He's, he's having some awesome dude, times, man. Two time All Star back to back. Yes. Gets himself a big fatty contract. Boom, got engaged. Got you know gets gets engaged. Yes. Gets married. Welcomes a healthy baby. Saint. I mean, it's always fun to look at, at you know players like athletes who also have these family lives on mm-hmm. teams that you root for, and especially a lot of them these days are younger. Because yes. they're professional athlete ages, and they're, like, having families, and I'm sitting here being like, man, what the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> I'm sitting in this chair talking about the Bulls. Yeah. Zach's like, hey, dream is I got $200 million and a spouse and a child. <laughs> also, and I'm wonder- like, I got a cup of coffee and some Burks. <laughs> Woo! It did it say that that child was born on the 21st? 21st. You know who also wore number 21? Maddie Legend! Boom! Let's go! Mind blown! Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Retire that number! Uh, Emilio <laughs> said Zach saw his baby's bald spot and immediately thought of Matt Thomas. <laughs> you know why I said Because he's got a halo. The halo has burned in his scalp. Uh, That's why he's got it. that. Shout out, man. Oh, this is beautiful stuff, man. This is good stuff. What's Niall saying right there? I got in the podcast in 2020. I found you guys on Locked On, trying to find a way to get more Bulls content. It was like two months later, and you guys made CHGO. Hey, man, we appreciate you coming with us, man. Honestly, Truly. Everybody who came over and hanging out with us, thanks for continuing to roll with us and enjoying this foolishness. <laughs> yeah. That is us. It's really cool. Anyone man. who's still around, you know, there are probably some people who saw us on this platform and like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah. One episode, maybe one and a half. I'm like, yeah. ah, this ain't for me. Like- <laughs> These jokesters. Can I also say, I haven't seen Shirtless Wonder since I pointed him out. He has not come out of his, out of his bunker up there out of, on the balcony since I've said I wanted to see him. And maybe he's not appeared. Maybe he's a feeling hurt. a little shy. Yeah, man, I'm a little hurt by maybe it, Maybe he's just on a, on a road trip. That's true. He is an FBI super agent. Yes, this is true. He's like James Bond in my head. I've, I've created his back. He's hunting down the, the most wanted list right yes, now. Yes, he is. Yes, Sarah, yes. This is true. This, hey, he's the um, one. He's the one. Well, I was thinking we could one day just put like, well, actually, this might be illegal. I was saying put a camera out there and. <laughs> and <just laughs> and then, no, the second I thought that, I was like, wait, that's. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. We're not doing it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, shout out to our guy Jamal who said all hail St. Thomas Levine. Oh, hey, St. Thomas. Um, I like it, man. Uh, Colin saying, and in the 2041 NBA draft, the Chicago Bulls select St. Thomas Levine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man. I'm so happy for him, man. Like, yeah. he really is just having a good time. He I'm, is winning life right he now. He is winning so hard at life, man. And, yeah, it's just really cool. That's there's Barton also sharing how he, how he found us, man. Found us guys through Jamal and Bull Central. I was just actually on his show yesterday. Jamal show? Yes, I was on Jamal's shout show out. yesterday. So shout out to him, man. Getting into the Bulls was a hobby I picked up back during COVID. Yeah, I'm glad it was a hobby that turned into, you know. 
I love how this. I love how becoming a sports fan is a hobby you picked up during COVID when there were no sports. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if you're talking like the first, whatever that was, eight months of shutdown. Yes. Yes. From when Rudy Gobert tested positive, the NBA shut down, they canceled the NCAA tournament, right, right. NHL shut down, yep. and then and then it took a while for baseball to figure out what they're playing. Well, yeah. That's true. But you know what was going on? What's that? The last dance. Last dance! Uh, uh, uh. And now there is just a gross oversaturation saturation of sports pods. It's true. There's so many because they're like, so oh, many. man, the last dance did crazy numbers. Let's all make all these sports docs. <laughs> Yeah, when I started podcast, it wasn't a lot, it, especially Bulls. And podcasts. now, like, okay, some of the po- some of the the documentaries are cool um, uh, that they're doing after this this last dance, but sure, like, there's sure, just too sure. many of them. But th- especially like the okay, we're gonna do a ten episode one yeah, because the Bulls yeah. one was a ten episode one. Yeah, it's like, dude, I don't I don't need ten episodes on a Rod. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Who cares that much? I don't need ten episodes of Brady. <laughs> Actually, I do, but yeah. I feel them. I feel them on that. See, these are one of the things we argue about. This is the arguments, y'all. These are how they go. You're tacky, and I hate you. <laughs> and that's how they end. <laughs> Wait, Sarah, a, have you seen platform. School of Rock, Sarah? Give me a platform. Have you seen School of Rock? Yes. You have? Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. So we can bond on that then. All right. We got one. We can got can one. I get a platform? Yes. Let's, let's rock. Let's rock, rock today. Let's rock today. Thank you. Uh, all right. Shoot I, it. I, I, kaboot it. it. <laughs> I want to get to this one because it is from one of our diehard loyal super fans, Bulls Troy down in Australia, okay. uh, who asked in our CSGO Bulls Discord, which former bull are you ashamed of actually liking? I don't wow. think I've ever been asked this question before. That is an interesting question. Like a, a, a Bulls player of the past who you know you shouldn't like them. You were embarrassed to like them, but for whatever reason, you like them. That's a hard for me because as Matt knows, I really don't have any shame. Like No. If, if people tell me. You, you happily cheered on Matt Thomas cheering people on from <laughs> yeah. the bench. The more you season. tell me it's wrong, that just gives me more reason to scream it even louder. Um Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, someone I was ashamed to like, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you like that dude. He's not that guy. That's tough. I don't know, man. I, I got to really think hard on that. Michael. Michael Jordan. <laughs> she said Michael Jordan. Michael in the comments saying Lowry marketing without a doubt. Oh, I, I mean, like, looking back, I am a little bit ashamed of how much I believed yeah, in him. Yeah, how it turned out. Yeah. Because, goddamn, Feb, you Lowry. Dude, we were so hard on Lowry. I got the man's hot sauce from Finland. It's still in my fridge. It's in my fridge. I can't. I bought like eight bottles of it. All right, and then I came when it passed some out. My God, man! But Lowry, oh my God! Mm. Did you see what he just did recently? What? See, he had forty-two and eight when he was over. Oh, in Finland. for his national yeah. team. And I got so angry, I almost threw my phone across the room. The, like, uh, this is what he does. The is this or is this not photoshopped picture of Lowry looking buff? <laughs> yes. Conversation. Yes. Was on the last episode of. Windhorse Soup Collective that oh, I was listening real? to the other day. Oh, wow. Dude. Yeah, I was oh, like, wow. oh, oh, Brian Windhorst. Us diehard Bulls fans <laughs> have been having that conversation since 2017. <laughs> well, I see Salise says, uh, Ryan Archie Diacono. No uh, shame in that. Lord, Lord Zobe says Denzel Valentine. Oh, man. Uh, I, I love Al. I love his answer of Carlos Boozer. Okay, Carlos tr- Boozer. true story. Okay. In the... Free agent bonanza of tum- summer of 2010. Okay. Went after LeBron, went after Wade, went after Bosch, didn't get any of them, right? Okay. Okay. Boozer was the consolation prize. I was so dead set on talking myself into being hyped 
for consolation prize boozer. Okay. That I went to, this is back when people went to stores. Remember that? <laughs> I went to this store after my shift when I was, this is when I was working at the Nordstrom on Michigan Ave, downtown Flex. Chicago. Discount. And City, I walked baby. into this sporting goods store and I was like, hey, this was like a week after the Bulls signed Carlos Boozer. Okay. And I was like, hey, you guys have any Boozer jerseys yet? <laughs> and they were like, no slash what's wrong with you? Actually, and I was like, right well, that's the newest bull. He's an all-star. I want his jersey. And they were like, yeah, we don't have him. And I was like, okay, well, can it, like, is there a wait list? You're like, can you? And they were like, no, there's not a wait list for a Carlos Boozer jersey. You have Nicole Millers? Yeah, several. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, but – when they came in, you got them. I got one. Dude, how many Bulls jerseys? Like, do you buy one yearly? Not yearly. Oh, well, there was a stretch there. Oh, yeah. Towards the end of you-know-who and you-know-who's regime, yeah, yeah. where I refused <laughs> to buy any Bulls merchandise because they did not deserve my hard-earned dollars. I do remember them saying this. Yes, I remember that. But ever since a certain AK and a certain Eversley came into the picture, yeah, I'm Money's buying mad Bulls merch again. Ooh. Eric, Eric says, I thought Tyrus Thomas was going to be that guy. So did our guy, Will Gottlieb. Mm. He was big on that. He was huge on some Tyrus. Uh, now I loved watching D-Wade at Get home, out of honestly. Here. Get out of it's here. It's a very cool thing. It was. It's a very cool thing to watch somebody but do that. I, I hope you're ashamed slash embarrassed by the fact that you liked it that now, much. Are you, do you remember me buying those of us who live shirt? in reality <laughs> were nothing about? but mad and angry mm-hmm. and PO'd and disinterested mm-hmm. in the brief Pointless tenure that was Dwayne Wade wearing a Bulls Did jersey. Did I matter? Like, he saw me show up with a Wade shirt on. Like, he knows I, I had all kinds of love for it. Still do. That jersey sold, baby. Shout out to D-Wade. <laughs> I might go get one. Who knows? You were part of the problem. Anyone who bought a Wade jersey, <laughs> I didn't buy a jersey. was part of the problem. I bought his shirt. I didn't buy his jersey. I didn't buy his jersey. That's sti- that's still but I still a, might get one just because. Yeah. You're splitting hairs. You're still buying something that has Wade's name on it. Yeah, it's D-Wade. I like D-Wade. <laughs> that, that's a hat throw. That, you get a hat throw for that. <laughs> F that. <laughs> Eddie Robinson. Colin said Matt oh. wanted a Bulls jersey that said Boozer for when he went to the bars. <laughs> yes, he spoke to his soul. That, that, uh, yeah, that's, that's back when I did go to bars. Yes. I, was, I was like 22, 23 years old. Eddie Robinson. I'm so sorry, Al. I'm so sorry, man, brother. Like, I, I, was, listen, man. I was hyped about Eddie Robinson. I was not. I was skeptical, <laughs> no but I was like, man, if he plays, nope. Nope. he's going to be good. Nope. No. Nope. The man never even averaged 10 points a game. There was no way. I was laughing about it the whole time. I, as soon, and I tell the people all the time, I was like, when he signed his contract, he went to three places. He went to the jewelry, he went to the weed man, and he went to the club. That's exactly what he did. In that order. That's what he did, man. He got his money, all right? He got his paper, man. Oh, Eddie Robinson, man. Oh, no. Um, Michael throwing Marquise Marquise Teague. Marquise If you believed in Marquise Teague, I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) that just made me think of one. Okay. When that Jimmy Butler trade went down, I was high on Chris Dunn, and I am ashamed of that. I did. I I am ashamed of that. I was high on Chris. He's right. I was also high on Chris Dunn. I don't yeah, know we both were. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ashamed. So but was Sabine. A, yes, Sabine had a Chris Dunn shirt. He did. He did. We didn't, I didn't even know they made Chris That's Dunn true. shirts. That's true. Not like a jersey, like a shirt, a shirt. that was a specifically like Chris Dunn, yeah. like point action, guard. Action pose. Yeah. Action pose. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, where did you get that? Yeah. Did you get that at Chris Dunn's house? <laughs> Chris Dunn. 
And then it morphs into what does Chris Dunn don't. Like, it's amazing what that turned Did into. you see what Chris Dunn don't tonight? Oh, my God, man. Yeah, it's the amazing what that that will live in infamy. Forever I hope we ever. get it back. Yeah, we got to get Somebody John back. Has, one of these 30 teams needs to hire him. Yes, get Chris Dunn Give on Give him a squad. job. Give Chris Dunn a job, man, all right? So that we can laugh about his six fouls and six-minute stat lines again this it's season. very selfish. It's very, very selfish, man. What does that say? Everybody thought Chris Dunn was the next Rondo, and we were all wrong. Oh, my God, Matt's about to attack this. <laughs> Amen. You left it alone? Because the hat is over there? That's why he's left it alone? Okay, no, I, I think, understand. Right. I mean, I, I could maybe see some similarities in why some people yeah. were making that, that player comp. Yeah, he made a pass in, in – in uh, Minnesota that I had never seen in the NBA ever. And I was just like, oh, we're getting this dude? Yeah. With that kind of game. Remember that during that winning streak they were having, he was playing well. Right, yeah. Remember, he was the dude in the fourth quarter. Like, he was having good times. And then he went up for a dunk and broke his face and was the broke never his the face. same again. His I was, teeth were implanted into the floor. I bro. was at that game. You were there? Me and my, my guy, Jordan Malley, my old host from Locked on Bulls, shout, shout out, out to him, went to that game where Chris Dunn broke his face on the on the hardwood by trying to dunk and failing. Yeah. And I was, and it was yeah, it was like 30 seconds into the game and I was wow. like, I, well, great. This I remember is, that game so fantastic. well, man. He went up for that dunk and he swung and oh, just oh, Charlie man. never be ashamed of being high on Bobby Portis or being yeah, a big ever, Bobby Portis ever, fan. Ever ever, ever ever. Bobby Portis, great basketball player. Yeah. Put his heart and soul into every game he played Correct. and a solid dude off the court. Yes. Solid dude off the court. Agreed. Agreed. All he got three of those such teams. a bad rap for yeah. that one incident that if you hear all sides of that story, yeah. not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Real quick before we get out of here, because this one is another fun question from our okay. Sage Joe Bulls Discord. This one comes to us from Sung Hyun 86 who said, what game on the schedule are you most psyched about watching live or Maybe even attending in person. I know Ooh. my answer, Dave. Ooh. What's yours? Well, it's two. Uh, Milwaukee, I'm definitely excited to watch that. Um, that's oh, just because of what the UC will be, and it will be large and ridiculous. The other one actually is the Mavericks because I, like I like watching that with John Sabine. I want to see Luka, and I want to see Lonzo versus Luka. Going up against that. I, that would be exciting oh, man. for me. And and it's always packed in the UC when Dallas comes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's people true. Are either Dallas fans or big Luka fans, and just internationally, you know what I mean? It's yeah. always packed in the UC. So, yeah, those did you, two games. Speaking of which, Lonzo versus Luka, did you see that NBA 2K promo video that was going around Twitter I yesterday? I saw what you said, and Where that it's, was And hilarious. it's like a Luka step back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but not even that aggressive or impressive of a Lucas that back. Yeah. And in the background, you just see Lonzo kind of going like this yeah. and like pretending to contest a shot. Yeah. I was, that made me mad. You were furious. I was, yes. I was like, Lonzo's playing way better defense than that. He was Get out of here, NBA 2K <laughs> fake people move. In a video game, he was furious. Remember yeah. that. But yeah, uh, I, I saw it. Who, who was yours, though? Uh, yeah, well, Juan Mata right here in the comments saying Bulls Bucks, new rival. Are you related to the soccer player Juan Mata? Are are you are you the soccer player Juan Mata? Yeah, the legend soccer player legend. I can't. I, it, maybe he's a Bulls fan too. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. It's it's not just Bulls Bucks. We'll be high for every Bulls Bucks game this season coming off of a yeah. playoff best of seven matchup with them. They got yeah. the better of us, obviously. Yeah. But the one in particular, February sixteenth. The dead of winter in Chicago, mm. cold. Mm. There's ice on the sidewalks outside the madhouse. Mm. 
TNT streak comes back alive. Bulls, Bucks. I like. We'll probably we're gonna we're gonna be doing pre and post game for you guys throughout the entirety of this upcoming season. Yes. CHGO just started being a thing at the tail end of last season, but here we were doing pre and post for you guys every night. We will do that again yes, with a fresh will. season. But I want some exception windows where we can go to the games. Maybe we'll do pre and post from there. I don't know. But I want to be in the madhouse yeah. for that Bulls Bucks game. TNT Bulls, and I'm going to scream until my lungs freaking collapse. Hey, Kevin, can we go to the Bulls-Bucks game? Can we can go? we go? Yeah! He says we can go. We're so going. we're going. All right. All right. We got that taken care of. Next, <laughs> we got to convince him to take us to Paris. Yes! <laughs> First That's happening. First one's out the way. Uh, we are out of time, sadly. Uh, thank you, everybody who threw us questions on Twitter or on our CSGO Bulls Discord. Uh, we'll do a few more of these AMAs as we kind of wind our way through the last couple of weeks of the offseason here uh, because it's a fun way to, to fill some episodes and interact with you guys yes. and hear what's on your mind. Um, in the meantime, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. That's Big Dave. He is at Balby AWL Sports. We are CHO underscore Bulls on Twitter. Shout out and thanks to Sarah for holding down the fort without Joey Sarah today. Sarah. Shame on you, Joey, for not believing in the sky last How night. How dare you? Shame on Shame. you. Shame. Uh, we'll be back for another episode in studio tomorrow. Will will be in the Magic Brazilian bubble back with us. <laughs> we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets offseason. Now that we know that KD is staying put, we're breaking down everything the Nets did this offseason to round out our Eastern Conference offseason coverage. Yeah. So we will see you here and 3 p.m. tomorrow time. For Big Dave and Sarah and everybody here at CHGO, stick around. We got more coverage on the channel. We got bets at 430. We got baseball, pregame, postgame action coming at you. See Red be good.